You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to the Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks this weekend, I'm Jennifer Perry. And if you have questions for us, we'd love to hear from you here on the podcast. We might even address your question on a future show. You can find us online at retirementsolutionradio.com and drop us your email there. But uh, this week, John and I are getting over the fact that Kentucky had a very brief time at number one in the college basketball poll. Didn't take long for that one to end, John. The state of Kentucky is also number one on another chart. On another list. Yeah, this yes, one by USA Today, coming. right? Yeah. So yeah. I guess you saw this one too? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The pension crisis. Ooh. We have the number one pension oh. crisis in the United States. Oh. I'm so excited about this. Oh, the Commonwealth of Kentucky is number one on the list of pension problems. Uh, we literally top the list for pension issues. And I know that this is what's been going on in our government for quite some time now. Um, Kentucky uh, only has roughly 34% uh, funded ratio to pay out the people that it owes. Wow. Guys, that's just really bad. I mean, it's, it's just, there's no way to look at that. Let's just uh, say there's a 34% chance that you can pay your bills this month. That's not very Ooh, good, right? That's, that's pretty bad. Right? <laughs> exactly. And that's the whole point. Um, it's not really getting better. And so if we only have 34 cents to pay each dollar out, uh, that's got some bad stuff written all over it. So when you look at this, uh, our total pension shortfall. So someone says, well, John, I get it. You know, uh, we only get 34 cents per each dollar that we owe out there. How many dollars do we really owe? I'm glad you asked. About $43 billion. $43 billion of pension shortfall. Wow. That's how much money we don't have that we need to pay this stuff out. So if you work for the state of Kentucky, you're a teacher, a firefighter, a police officer, a state employee, guys, I'm a little nervous about what's going to happen here. We've been saying on the show for a long time what I feel like is probably going to happen. We're going to probably have to raise tax rates. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that does not make me feel very good because I understand that there's a big problem here. The problem is, is that to me, it, this is not going to be a very simple fix. This is not going to be a one term or a two term fix for any governor, the previous or whoever's coming in. It's not going to be that way. This is going to take a lot of real planning, not unlike the way that retirement goes. I mean, this is the whole point where you can't fix something in a quarter or in a year. You can set things in motion that over time will have a much better opportunity to do better. But when you look at where this pension situation is going, this is kind of a big issue. Now, Jennifer, one of the things that I do find interesting, because I don't know the answer to this, one of the things I find interesting is the new uh, governor-elect, he really wants to expand gaming Mm-hmm. so that we can potentially take some of that money back from across the state lines when we're going to the casino boat and doing gaming. And also, he was considering the idea of legalizing marijuana. So it was, mm-hmm. I'm, is, I'm thinking about this, and here's why I'm saying I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because I have no idea if that's going to make money in the state or it's going to hurt us. Right. I literally yeah. don't know. Because if we're all high... Uh, doped up. We're all, we're all out there with their doobies and wasting all our money at the, at not only just the track, but on slot machines. I don't know how we're going to make this problem go away any faster. Right. That's true. And that's kind of the bigger issue I have here. So the, the one thing that I would want to comment about this is guys, as I've said on the show for over five years now, the big thing to understand here, and I wish the best to the governor elect. 
because we're all in the situation together. Yeah. If they can't find a way to start uh, creating this divide and, and to bridge it a little bit, then we're just going to owe more and more money. And then we literally will be paying one of the highest tax rate in the state just to try to make these things work. So I really hope them the best. Uh, the one question I have, though, is and here's where this all comes down to one simple thing. I don't think the government can fix it. Hmm. I don't think it's the government's job to fix this stuff, to be perfectly honest with you. I think it's all of our individual responsibilities to fix this. That's kind of the great thing about America, isn't it? Yeah. We have the freedom to make any choice we want to make. Amazingly, every choice we make comes with a consequence. So believe it or not, I do believe that most of us are a product of our own decisions. And so when it comes down to this, I believe in responsibility. I want those of us that can do better. I want us to do better. Because I do feel, and I do mean this, I do feel like we're going to have some rough roads ahead. I think that the seas are going to have a lot of big waves, and I think it's going to crush a lot of people. And I want us all to know that we are potentially one decision away for making really good choices that will make us a lot better off. No matter if we have a pension that we're worried about, no matter if we have money in the market and we don't have a pension. The only thing worse than having a pension that's unfunded is not having one at all. Right. (laughs) And that's the sad truth to that, right? And so what can we do to ensure if we're going to have potentially higher tax rates to pay for this atrocity that we're dealing with currently in the state, and not only just the state, but Social Security on a national scale is really not that much better off, guys. So as we're looking at this, what can we do? We're going to have to have outside income sources. We're going to have to have sources of income that are far beyond just what a pension might give us or not give us, what Social Security may or may not provide, we're going to have to have three to four completely and succinctly separate income streams. And you help people actually create those every single day, John. Well, that's the whole point. The point is when I'm teaching my classes at UofL, whenever we're doing the show, whenever I'm talking to my clientele, that's the biggest issue. Mm -hmm. It's, hey, listen, I'm glad you got a pension. Let's just make sure we have enough money in case it doesn't pay out what we hope. It can only give us, let's say, 70 cents on the dollar or whatever it can. Let's make sure we've done the proper thing also so that we don't have to stay up at night. You know, we don't have to take, you know, Rolaids every single night before we go to bed so that we don't have those pains, right? We want to make sure that we can look at our spouse right in the eyes and say, honey, we got this. But that requires planning. The government will not be able to do it for us. They've never been able to do it in the past. Why do we think that they'll be able to do it for us now? So this is a personal responsibility. I wish the best of politicians. I hope they can figure out these problems. But in the last 40-something years that I've been paying attention to politics, I haven't seen a tremendous amount of change, (laughs) to be perfectly honest. And so when we look at that, I want us to all do one thing. Look in the mirror and let's take personal responsibility of our own actions our own personal finances and our own resolve. And I want us to make conscious decisions that will not only lead ourselves in the right path, but lead our families to the lines of prosperity, not just getting by guys, but this all starts with internal, simple decisions. Are you in the right spot? Do you know it? What happens if your income streams don't last the way you need them to? What happens if they don't keep up with inflation? What happens if tax rates go up tremendously, not just as a state, but as a nation? Are you going to be able to stand with your head high knowing that you're going to make things work? If you don't have the answers to those questions, you may not have a proper game plan. And that's what we all have to have, guys, no matter who the governor is, no matter who the president is, no matter what happens down the road. If we had the right plan, it should let us know exactly what we do in the event of one thing happening or in the event of another thing happening, like tax rates go up or in the event of a different thing happening, like the market collapse on us. 
we should know. And if we don't have that, I don't know how we could sleep at night, Jennifer. Yeah, and that's the thing, John. I don't want people losing sleep over this because, after all, at the end of the day, you can't rely on Washington. You can't rely on our local or state politicians to fix this for you. And uh, even though we preach personal responsibility, even though that's what a lot of our listeners believe, John, I hear a lot of people fretting about politics right now. When you're hearing sure. things like Warrenomics... Warrenomics. Warrenomics. Thank you very much. (laughs) You got the pronunciation right. Warrenomics. You hear our friend Uncle Bernie out there talking about these plans. It's hard to just tune it out and to focus on our personal strategy when you're kind of worried about what's coming next. Well, of course. I mean, what we recently have, uh, we've heard is that uh, the group that's trying to take down the president, they say, oh yeah, we're going to do all these things for everyone and here's how we're going to fix it. We're going to potentially charge between 38 and 48% in taxes to everyone. (laughs) That's how we're going to pay with all this. This is how we're going to take care of ourselves. Guys, listen, that's exactly what I don't want in this country. I do not believe with my heart. I do not believe it is my job to take care of every single person out there who has not done it on their own. Where is the idea of the land of the free to make our own decisions? If our decisions have led us to a certain point, guess what? We can make a decision in that second, in that nanosecond to put ourselves on the right foot. I do not think that socialism in any stretch will make this country better. As a matter of fact, I think will make us pathetic. I think will make us weak-minded, weak thought processes. We do not need to cater to the middle of the road or the lowest student in the room. That is not what got us here. We got here because of grit, determination, perseverance, picking ourselves up from the bootstraps and believing that this country was great. I am tired of hearing that this country should be demonized, that the thought processes that we subscribe to, believing in God, believing in faith, believing in our own abilities, I am sick and tired of hearing that that's not the way to go. Now, these are just one guy's beliefs, but if you feel like me, you know that things are, they're against, (laughs) they're against the things that, that we believe in. Uh, people are out there, pressures are out there to try to stop us from doing what got us great in the first place. I do think that America is great, and I do think it can be greater. I like some pieces of the direction we're going, but we've got a long way to go. But it starts individually. It starts with each one of us doing our fair share. If it's to, number one, make sure we do the best job to raise our kids, to do the best job to provide for our family, to do the best job to create jobs and to allow people to work with us, or maybe it's just to get our own affairs in order. Whatever that is, it starts with us first. So if you believe like I believe, let's make America great, but let's start by making our own retirement great first. And that is the first hat I'm going to put in because I'm running this year (laughs) to make Jennifer. I'm out here to make retirement great again. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.